This is The Back Pass, a podcast for sports nerds by sports nerds. This week on The Back Pass, we discuss what happens when champions stumble. What is it that keeps them going? And how do the greatest of them all find the will and ability to return to winning ways? All that coming right up on The Back Pass. Hello and welcome to The Back Pass. I'm your host, Pavesh Malani, and I'm joined by our regular panel of sports nerds, Gurpreet, Sid, Shivank, and Ali. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. How's it going? Hello. 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 It's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, well, we took a hiatus last week because, uh, let's be honest, we were all just really tired. <laughs> we've got we've got two we've got three Man United fans over here, so we had an excuse. Although we missed the one week when we were actually winning, <laughs> we're back here now. <laughs> so you know, timing's not exactly is not exactly our strong point. But we'll just keep going. And speaking of things that maybe aren't our strong point, we've all been there, haven't we? Look, one minute you're flying high, you're on top of the world, and then it all comes crashing down. Uh, for me, I remember uh, strutting through an airport terminal getting what I thought were admiring stares from other travelers. I mean, look, I was dressed quite well until I sat down and saw my zipper was undone. So, so these days, if you guys see my fingers dart in that general region every now and then, you know exactly why, because you're once bitten, twice shy. But we're not here to talk about my pants. Well, at least I hope not. We're here to talk about elite athletes. So that zipper story, though, is that more or less how you describe Virat Kohli's batting these days? That he's batting as if he's worried, that his flies undone, like he's just, you know, not quite sure. He's always uh, checking. That's uh, that's a brilliant question you asked because when I was in Mumbai, and that's my recent experience with IPL, we watched the RCB DC game, and he was so eager to take a run. My son said, "What's what's the urgency?" So now that you asked me the question, I'm thinking that might be the urgency that he was trying to run. And they don't even have zippers on those things. <laughs> well, <laughs> who knows what's there, you know? And then he just started walking back. So it seemed like he was in a bit of a rush. But look, um, it's getting to the point where you start asking, you know, you, you start analyzing him. A, is it the intent? Mm-hmm. Is it hunger? Uh, what is it? Is it technique? If it's technique, he he won't have scored so many runs for so many years, right? Something's gone wrong. Yeah. And it's gone wrong for a very, very long time. I actually spoke to one of my uh, friends who is a psychological consultant and he sort of breaks down people and, you know, what's going wrong with them. He said very something very interesting to me, which I sort of makes sense to me. Virat Kohli is that employee who's driven by results was driven by the fact that if you do this, you get a raise or you you become the team leader, you become the manager. When he started playing, his goal was to become the Indian captain, which he did. He played very well. He got to the top. He likes to stay at the top. Then came that slide. People, yes, everyone has a bad patch. You know, Tadulkar got a bad patch. Everyone gets a bad patch. But he sort of never got out of it. And not because, not just he lost his form. His quest, his captaincy came into you know question. People were not happy with the style of his captaincy. He was removed from the captaincy. Now the question is, does he have any motivation left? He's got nothing to prove. We all know he's a great player. He can't become the captain anymore. Is that what's actually pulling him down? You know, so there's no there's no reward at the end of it. Is that what's pulling him down? I don't know. It, it could be. Is that. it a motivation issue? Do you think, Shabab? 
Interesting question. Um, I know Virat Kohli has come out and said in interviews quite a few times that when his hunger dies, he's going to stop playing immediately. Like he won't prolong his career even for a second longer. Um, so if it's a motivation thing, then his own statements are at odds with his own actions. But by no means am I an, an elite athlete or a sports psychologist. But you'd figure that somebody who's tasted World Cup success once in every single format would want to do it again, or who stumbled at the very last point in the World Test Championship would want to do it again. So the drive has to be there. Now, why it isn't there? Again, I wouldn't know, but I sure as hell hope not. It's, it's not a motivation issue because there mm. still is a lot left in the game for him to prove. And even if you forget about the team struggles, which is kind of ironic because cricket's a team sport, I think he's on 43 one-day centuries. He's eight shy of Tendulkar. He's got, if you look at his physical prowess right now, he's got enough years left in him to actually get past 51. Mm. I see plenty of reasons for motivation unless he wants to call it quits on his career right now. Shabal, just on that, the impression I've had of Virat Kohli throughout his career, someone who's always been very aggressive, almost played the game his way, did things his way, million miles an hour. I I do wonder if it's not so much a case of his personal motivation decreasing, but just the mental toll it all takes. Everything that's happened around the captaincy, being this guy who was almost the pace setter, for the better part of the last decade. It, is it just a case of, it, it isn't so much the technique, but just the, the the cumulative toll of everything that he's been through? <laughs> is it also um, part of um, him just saying, if I can't play it my way, then I'm not going to play it that well, or I'm not going to work as hard? That would be really at odds with his personality, but not going to write that one off. And I think, Rupreet, you make a very solid point. I think it's not just his technique or his motivation, but it's everything outside of these two that's happening, Mm. that's happened in the last few years that might be starting to pull him down. Like, captaining India, you know, a country of 1.4 billion people and 1.4 billion critics for every single move that he makes on the pitch and off the Mm. pitch, it has to weigh you down. There's too much expectation. There's too much pressure. It takes a toll on even the best. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's just fallen victim to it. But that's just me from a distance. Yeah, so, I mean, the motivation thing's interesting as well because I think that aggression is such a big part of his game. Uh, you know, And if it is a motivation issue, is some of the aggression that's being shown now just performative because that's just muscle memory now that he's used to it, but perhaps it's not <laughs> coming from a different place. But let's, let's, let's move on to... Let's let's move on to actually the fact that he's been amongst the runs. If you look at the numbers over the last couple of games, he scored a fifty two games ago. He scored a you know decent thirty uh, in the last game. None of it has been very fluent, and the strike rate has been the problem, hasn't it? Now we've seen players struggle, and we've seen them go through this patch where runs aren't coming easily. They'll grind it out in test matches and in one days. If you were a RCB fan. Would you actually mind him taking this opportunity to play himself back into form? Is this are these the green shoots? I don't think you'd want to see it as an RCB fan, but as an Indian cricket fan, you definitely would want to see it. That he's grinding out these results now and not doing it for it, not having to grind it out for India. 
for, for an RCB quickly, fan, yeah. you want him to see score quickly and not having to grind out because it's impacting the team, right? It's impacting the team performance. Yep, totally, totally agree. Uh, um, so Glenn Maxwell said something interesting the other day, although it wasn't actually blown out in media, which normally, you know, two years ago it would have. He says, I don't want to bat with you because <laughs> you run too fast. What he was trying to say was that you're so restless on the crease, you actually got me run out. That's one thing. The other thing is, as Ali pointed out, as an Indian fan, how long do we persist with Virat before he gets back to form? Because there is a World Cup coming up in October. If he's going to score 30 of 33 yep. or 58 or 53 balls, is that good enough? That's the question. And he's got IPL left. Possibly, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to sit out of the South Africa T20 series, which means between now and October, he's got nothing in between from a T20 perspective. So that's, mm. that's you know, he's got a big mental challenge ahead of him. You know, he's he's not the only one, though, is he? He's been taking all the headlines recently. But then mm-hmm. we've got uh, the Black Caps captain, Kane Williamson. And there was a stab recently where for the I- in the IPL, there have been about 1,001 batters who have played at least 10 games in the season. And Kane's average strike rate and his ne- – sorry, it was his net, run co- net contribution was 999th. <laughs> in this season so um or of all time rather it was all time thing and for the season his net contribution the average net contribution was 999th he's striking under 100 he's also a similar batsman a similar mold to Virat Kohli very technically correct classical batter likes to play it along the ground yes he'll play the lofted shot but he makes it look good it's not a slog is the game harder now for classical batters, or is it just a coincidence that two of the greats of our era are both struggling in the same season? Pavesh, I'm not going to rebuke your argument statistically, but you take that back about Kane. You take that back right now. I am not hearing hearing this about Kane Williamson. Take it back. Okay, I I take it back, but I come back with, I didn't say he was a 999th worst player in the history of the IPL. I think Manpreet Singoni is somewhere in that strata. Um, By the way, if Manpreet Singoni is listening, please don't look me up. You will break me. Um, But... It's he's having a bad season. There's, there's there could be other reasons beyond um, you know technique and form. I mean the form is really obviously not not good right now. Just talking of bad seasons, Virat got out on the first ball again. Oh, you're kidding me! Well, that no, didn't last long. Ball, <laughs> that didn't last long. I, look, I've, I've got to say, actually, I'm actually more disappointed that Sid is not focusing fully on this podcast recording and watching cricket on the side. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're actually not supposed no, to have streaming devices on at work, young man. It's no, it's it's actually something <laughs> popped up on my on my my, my son just oh, sent me God. a text, Kohli out on the first ball. Like what? Oh dear. So, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Where were hey, you hey, when you found we, out we, that Kohli got another duck in the we, we spoke. Well, it's it's unfortunate unfortunate uh, news that I think I think we were all wishing that that Kohli did uh, did better and and. Uh, Proved his naysayers wrong, but I guess we'll have to wait until until the next game. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Too sure if I can continue Anyways. with the podcast. I'm actually a Kohli fan. I'm a bit disappointed <laughs> now. Actually, actually, <laughs> on, on this on this, Pavish, uh, I, I know um, 
in this group, the majority of us are, are Virat fans, but the impression that I've got is not a lot of people are. The impression I've got is he isn't the darling of Indian cricket in the same way that, say, Sachin was, right? Um, and, and perhaps it is his aggression. Perhaps it is his very, very public profile. There are a lot of people who have said that they don't like Virat who are actually getting a kick out of this. I, I'm just wondering if this is another one of those things that just weighs on him. Okay, so speaking of Sachin, actually, speaking of Sachin, I want to take you guys back to the year 2006 and the test match against England at the Wankhede, where Sachin, in fact, got booed off, and we had Endulkar as the headline. I think I, I circulated <laughs> that article with you guys a, a little while back, and, and, to think, and to read it now, it seems laughable. But Sachin went through it. Sachin went through this exact same slump and we were all asking ourselves, you know, what's happened? And it turned out that he had a tennis elbow injury and after surgery, he was back to his best. Is there something that perhaps we don't know that's happening in the background yeah, and that could be Potentially the time off between the IPL and the World Cup might be just the time that he needs to correct whatever is wrong and that break, just a mental reset as well, away from the limelight. Or maybe just more pressure because he's not scored runs. Everyone's going to be following him for two months. But Bhavesh, to answer your question very accurately, I think I need, I think we will need a fly on the wall source again at BCCI headquarters because <laughs> we need that inside scoop on what's going wrong with his well, if he's got an injury or something. Well, Sid's back from India, so we're pretty much um, out of luck now. <laughs> 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 he was our inside source, and he's he's now chilling back at home. So you're no help, Sid. And watching watching cricket on the job, I'm disappointed. Anyway, <laughs> look, we're, we're, okay. Uh, so let's talk about other sports for a second. We've seen this happen not just to cricketers like Sachin Tendulkar. We've seen this happen across other sports: injuries, age, rule, equipment changes. They all have an impact on a player's ability to stay at the top of their game. So, what do you think it is that helps some players adapt and come back different? but still at the top of their game, while others just fade away. Uh, Bhavesh, so uh, again, the, the, the natural one I'm going to go for here is football. So, uh, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo being the, the obvious cliche mentality monster, very different player now to what he was in 2008, when he was the wing wizard terrorizing defenses up and down Europe. I think the big difference that I see with, with a sport like football is... A, an athlete as they age can change their style, right? And their teammates adjust for them, right? And then we've seen with Ronaldo where he's not as mobile anymore. He doesn't do the same miles, more static, plays in the box. I, I, cricket, I think, is very unique in the sense that I, the impression I get is, yes, it's a team sport. Your, your teammates need to help you out. But the moment is essentially very individual right it's it's you trying to decide whether you're going to play at that ball outside off stump right it's there is no escaping that pressure there's there's no one who's going to run the miles for you right there's no one who's going to make up for your lack of mobility i i think this aspect is it's probably in a sense more like tennis than it is like football right um it's it's very much when when that ball is running in right it's it's you against you and in so many ways and and that's where I think this whole thing of um, getting dismissed outside the off stump, it's, it's so unique to cricket, right? Um, football and 
like we've seen with um, Tom Brady in NFL, the other sports just don't have this, um, you know, almost this romance of the moment being the individual. I'll bring an example much closer to home in the sense that, like, for for the longest time, Mahindra Singh Dhoni was the finisher of the game. He would come in at number seven and basically see the innings home, or if not at number seven, number six, or, you know, thereabouts. And then mid-30s, he sort of started to refine his game further, moved up the order because even he knew he didn't have the legs and he didn't have the he didn't have it in him anymore to push through the same way that he did before. Arguably it cost us India it cost India a few times, but the fact still remains that, you know, as he aged, he still tried to redevelop his game to be more suitable for the needs of the Indian team while still being there and providing his input on the field in any way that he could. That's a that's an excellent point, and you know, does it? It's around about that early thirties phase, isn't it? Do you think players go through a bit of an existential crisis? That <laughs> that there's a there's almost a, a you got to change your personality, who you thought you were for the last fifteen to eighteen years of your career. You know, Dhoni, the the finisher, or Virat, the the champion chaser, the leader, the you know the statesman, all of that, and then all of a sudden. You know, some of your physical faculties start to desert you. You have to rethink who you are as a as a player, regardless of the sport, and go. That can't be me anymore. I've now got to be this other guy, and I've got to somehow mold myself into this. Um, I think it's soul searching for him now. Basically, all I'll put put it down to, you know, where he wants to be. To his credit, he's not only been outside Ostrom; he's got run out as well a few times. <laughs> so he's changed the way he got out. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> on a serious note, I think, uh, as Ali said, he needs to take a break between now and October and then decide, does he still want to play this short format or does he want to stay, you know, just in the test arena? Uh, because how things are happening in India, and this is coming from a very reliable source, they want to select players who can score 15 the least amount of balls. This is what talent scouting is going on in India right now at the grass grassroots level. Does he fit in in that in that mold? He doesn't at all, you know. Um, yeah, I think you touch on something really interesting. Said we know, especially in the IPL and and T Twenty cricket, where it's very whirlwind. Uh, at times, its momentum is just so hard to turn around. I I do wonder if that's something to get his form back. If that's something in the short term, he needs to almost give up. Just one less thing on his mind um, so that he can focus on, say, the longer format of the game. Yeah. Can he take lessons? Can he take lessons from uh, other sports, other sportsmen, perhaps? You know, some of the greats have reinvented themselves. Kobe Bryant. Um, for those of you who haven't read Black Mamba, I oh, sorry, Mamba Mentality, I strongly suggest reading that book. It's basically how he went through his career and as he got older, he reshaped his career and his game to stay at the level that he did for as long as he did. It's a great, it's a great book, Shavank. Um, the, the other example we, we talked about it earlier, but but Tom Brady went from being someone who was um, a very clutch player in the sense that he would wait for the moment to play those game-winning passes to someone who basically now, when he's over forty. He's changed his game to be a player who plays much crisper, quicker passes, 
what that does is it basically reduces the chances of him getting smashed by someone and getting injured. Um, but but again, uh, to your point, Pavish, uh, watching Virat Kohli, it's been someone who's the, the great chaser, the 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 aggressive, you know, the most prized batsman to get out, um, you know, as an, as an opposition bowler. How do you change that, right? I mean, you know, he he can't slow down, right? His 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 run rate might be a runner ball, but to some people, even that's too slow, right? Uh, how does he change, right? I don't know if it's possible for him to change. So I guess with, with the likes of Kobe Bryant or Cristiano Ronaldo, Rafa Nadal is another one that comes to mind. Is there a common thread, you know, mentally or physically, that these champions have had that have allowed them to adapt and respond? You know, what do you, do you think they have something in common that allows them to, that has allowed them to prolong their careers this much? The, the big one, I guess if we talk about Nadal and Ronaldo, the big one has been the rivalry, right? So with obviously with Nadal, it's been Federer and Djokovic. We've covered that in a prior podcast. With with Ronaldo, there's the obvious rivalry with, with Messi. And and yes, it's, it's in a way very vain, but who wins the most trophies? What, what, what is that rivalry for, for Virat Kohli? Because as, as Sid said, right, he, he's not becoming the Indian captain again. Like that, that, that horse has bolted, right? Um, he's not going to be the darling of Indian cricket again, right? Just with everything that's happened with it. Is he trying to outgun Kane Williamson for 999? <laughs> <laughs> you take that back as well, Ali. You take it back. That is such a depressing thought. Ladies and gentlemen, Ali's address is. <laughs> it's okay I'm moving oh don't worry he's coming his new address will be <laughs> we'll be greeting you at the airport there Ali there'll be a garland may not have flowers on it <laughs> alright so okay look um, going, then uh, just going back then to Coley and Williamson I think we probably never actually went away uh, but <laughs> is it beyond motivation is it a technical issue yeah, I mean, yeah. is that is that just also part of um, coaching advice? Is that just Kohli not taking a step back and just just accepting that his technique is now going to have to be different as well, right? Um, I'm sure there's plenty of coaches watching from watching from their homes, millions of them in India, telling Kohli what he needs to fix and how he needs to fix it. Um, but is Kohli listening, or is he is is the is someone is the person who's close to him? Um, advising him in that right way. Well, there was a suggestion on Cricket Info. The first ball should be a try ball, as it all used to be in gully cricket. So he should be out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is cruel. That is cruel. <laughs> but you know, the cheeky thing would be if the bowler bowls a six, the actual first ball to be the very same as the first ball, uh, the try ball. Again, outside <laughs> of stuff, then he makes it. <laughs> and they packed the slips in this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but talking talking one thing, we we spoke about aggression. I I I'll throw a name here, David Warner. He's completely lost his aggression to what he used to be, but he's still very effective. Right? He's he's scoring yeah. runs. He performed well in the World Cup. He's doing well in the IPL. Um, his form is there. Techniques fine. Nothing nothing's wrong. So how come, you know, something that affects one person one way doesn't affect the other person the same way? 
And that's very interesting. So I think in case of Kohli or Williamson, it has to be more than just aggression or technique or something, mm. you know, whatever we spoke about today. Yeah. I mean, like David Warner started off pretty rough around the edges, and I think he started using a substance mm. that allows him to, you know, reduce that roughness somehow. Like a sort of special... <laughs> Sounds like oh, um, he showed a fair yeah. amount of grit in order to. Sorry, yeah. it had to be done. <laughs> Is that why they don't have zippers on track pants? <laughs> this podcast is now completely. It's, it's gone completely full circle, hasn't it's, it? It's it's gone off the rails, guys. This is what happens when we take a week off. Everyone just comes back a bit loopy. But no, but okay. You know, so, so just just talking about Coley's um Coley's struggles, and this isn't the first time in his career that he's had this, right? Like he obviously after winning the under nineteen World Cup with India, and as captain, he was a star. He was the one everyone was looking out for him, and Rohit were like the shining beacons of that World Cup. He he kind of got pulled into the Indian team and then he spent a couple of years out and he was on the verge of being kind of falling out completely and never getting back into the Indian team. Um, but he found, he found that groove, found his mojo. And apparently it was a mindset thing where he thought he'd kind of made it and he kind of went off the, I guess, you know, the, the routine or the, the training habits and the good habits to kind of keep him at that top level. Um, is that potentially what it is now? He's, you know, obviously a new dad. He's had a lot of turmoil where a lot of dislike from the BCCI. He's kind of like, well, I'm not going to put as much effort into onto the cricket side. Again, coming back to the motivation there, isn't it? Do we think yeah. that there's a motivation issue more than the technical issue or a bit of both? What do you guys think? Personal opinion, Bavish, is it's, and, and again, this is without having that fly on the wall, like, I think it's likely to be a, a mixture of a whole bunch of things. You know, obviously, as as a player ages, your your reactions become slower. Um, it it becomes harder to to turn the tide. We, we've seen it with all our heroes growing up. It, it it's harder to turn the tide as you age. The the other thing is just this uh, the saturation. Uh, year upon year of expectation, year upon year of being the most criticized person. And, and finally, as, as Ali's just alluded to, perhaps uh, a realization that there is life after cricket, right? He's just become a new dad, right? Maybe that's given him perspective. And, and maybe he's still motivated to be the best version of himself, but perhaps it doesn't matter so much anymore, right? And, and, and the thing with um, the, the thing with someone like Virat Kohli is it, it probably doesn't take too much at that elite level. It may just be half a percent, right? But but that's the difference between being exceptional and being bang out of form. Personally, I think it's a mixture of things. Very well said. Uh, you know, do we then need to adjust our expectations of him at this stage of his career? I think so. Yeah, I do yeah. think so. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's it's we've come to a uh, point where we need to look past him uh, as far as you know his place in the Indian team is concerned. Uh, rather than actually keep expecting from him, or uh, eventually he will score runs. It's costing the team. It's costing him mentally. It's it's we need to look at the next thing. 
Big call. So sorry, just so it can be clear there, do you mean look past him in the immediate term or start planning a succession for him? So, um, Again, as I said, the World Cup is approaching six months. Uh, give him a break. Ask him if he still wants to play. If he wants to play, does he have the uh, the ability to keep the strike the way he used to strike? Uh, again, it's Australia, his favorite place to score runs. Or does he not? Because you can actually have two teams playing T20 for India right now. And the aim is to win the World Cup. 2007 is a prime example. They had a completely new team after the 2007-50 over World Cup debacle. And they outperformed, you know, pretty much everyone. Uh, so maybe it's time to look past someone like Virat Kohli. Maybe he doesn't fit the T20 mold anymore. So, hmm. yeah. I, I do have a very legitimate question for just about everyone on this panel. And it's not something we've spoken about for the entirety of this episode. But do you reckon too much cricket is also a problem? Like when you're playing so much cricket, you know, you play for the Indian team, you you play the IPL, you have a couple of months off, and then the relentless schedule starts again. Is there enough time in his calendar or the team's calendar to basically take a step back, look at the highlight reel again, focus on what's wrong, and try and correct it, whether it's mental, whether it's technique, you know, doesn't matter what the actual issue is, but does he have the bandwidth right now to actually take a step back and address it? Or no, I, I is the cricket schedule relentless? Yeah, I think I think the schedule at the moment is so relentless that you can't go back and say I, I want to fix a, a technique flaw or technique issue. You kind of just have to keep going. You kind of just have to be like, well, I just have to fix it on the fly. I just during a match, I'll try I'll try something different because you don't have that many training sessions or you don't have as much time to be like, I'm gonna try this other thing and just work at it. It, it might take a few matches to fix it rather than you know, a bit just a concentrated week or a month or however long it takes to fix that. Because the best story I can give you, and not that they're even in the same bracket, even for an academic conversation, is Virat Kohli and Travis Head. Um, Travis Head had a miserable season, seasons actually, got dropped from the Australian team, went back to Sheffield Shield cricket, redefined his entire batting technique, and then came back last year in the Ashes and outscored just about everyone there was. He was scoring hundreds for fun simply because he was allowed the the opportunity to have the time to actually look at what's wrong with his technique, what the English bowlers have found out about him, and then try and correct it. Whereas someone like Virat Kohli or just about any cricketer that plays for the Indian team, is, for example, Rohit Sharma, they just don't have the bandwidth to do it because their schedules are so relentless. It's just the... Non-stop treadmill, isn't it? And it's probably a little bit worse there for Indian cricketers than it is for cricketers from around other parts of the world because it's such a marketable team, so bankable. So what's Kane well, Williamson's excuse? He's actually just well. To be fair to him, to be fair to him, before Gurpreet comes around to my house with a you know <laughs> with a murderous look in his eyes, um, he is coming back from injury. To be fair yeah. to him, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, if it if it keeps going on, I don't, I'm not sure Kane's gonna have that same excuse. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you to our panel for sharing your insights with us. And I think I speak for all of us here where I say everything we've discussed here has been for the sake of banter and for discussion. We do actually really, as cricket fans, want to see Virat Kohli and Kane Williamson back to their best because there's no better side in world cricket than to see those two just smashing bowlers all around the park. And I say that as a paid-up member of the Bowlers Union. Now, 
reminder though that if you want to get sports nerdy with the team you can reach us on facebook instagram or twitter at the backpass pod we'll be back next week we hope with more sports analysis and banter right here on the backpass Pass.